Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. That they worship the devil We also have some people worshiping the devil And doing things that pertain to devil worship With absolutely no knowledge of what it is That they are doing Idolatrous ceremonies and rites Have even found their way into the Christian church In modern society We also have those That have knowledge of these things And speak against them But are still guilty of idolatry That is devil worship we are, we are going to examine the Bible to show how these things are being played out and what effects they have on the people of today's society. We would like for you to examine the scriptures with us so you can judge for yourselves and repent. That is, if you are guilty of idolatry. Shalom, brothers and sisters. I'm uh, Hushi Yog. I'll be your host today for today's show, which is uh, Beware of Idolatry. And with me is my brother, uh, Dawayad. Shalom, brothers and sisters out there. Lord as well. Um, the, edi- um, the edifying of the scriptures today will be for your for your benefit. All right. The, um, we're gonna lay a little foundation to make sure everybody have a good understanding of where we're coming from as we get into these scriptures, because a lot of people don't have uh, don't have understanding of what it is they're exactly what what they're actually doing. That's why idolatry is all over this earth right now. It's in, this whole world is infested in idolatry. Um, before we open up, I want to read the scripture in the book of Romans. <clears throat> Romans chapter 15, verse 4. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we through patience and comforts of the scriptures might have hope. So when we open up this Bible and we start reading scriptures, it's for us to learn from it. It's not a fairy tale that we're reading. But the Most High is showing us things that he wants us to know and things that he wants us to understand in the last days that we live in so we may obtain salvation. All right, we're going to open up the class to lay this foundation with First uh, Samuel, the 15th chapter. Um, we're going to start at verse 22. First Samuel, chapter 15, verse 22. And it reads, And Samuel said, Hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices, as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to hearken than, than the fat of rams. So Samuel's talking to um, Saul right here, and he's telling them, Has the Lord 
as great a delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying his voice. <clears throat> All right, so we know that people do a lot of things nowadays that they, they consider as sacrifices to the Most High. They fast, they celebrate certain holidays, think they're doing these things in honor of the Most High. But the most important thing for us to do to be accepted of the Most High is to listen to what he says. And what he says is found in the in the scriptures, in the Holy Bible. We're going to prove that later on as the show goes on. Um, what the Most High want from us is found in this Bible. It's found in the scriptures. And that's what he delights in us being obedient to his word. That's why we have Christ. Christ was an obedient. He was obedient to all the commandments of the Heavenly Father. And that's our example on how to follow the Most High, to be obedient to his word. And Christ is the greatest sacrifice there is. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people look at Christ as being a sacrifice to to say that they don't have to be obedient to the Most High. They don't have to be obedient to his word, which is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. He died for your sins so you can repent and be forgiven for your past sins. And you can start a new life being obedient to to the Most High. So that's what the Most High delights in is us being That's why he gave us his word. He didn't, get, he didn't just give us the Bible just because he didn't have nothing to do. He gave us the Bible so we can be obedient to his word. All right, now, um, read that again for me, brother. Verse uh, 22. Verse 22. And Samuel said, Hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to hearken than the fat of rams. So that's the that's what we got to pick up out of that, that verse, is to obey is the best thing we can do, to obey and be obedient. All right, read on. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. All right. Rebellion, rebellion is as the sin or is the same as, mm-hmm. as the sin of witchcraft means the same as witchcraft. Let's take a look at that. First of all, the word rebellion go, is going into resistance, defiance of authority. So when you look at, it says resistance of the vine of authority means disobedient. So if we being disobedient to the Most High, to his word, or we resisting the commandments of God, the scriptures say it's the same as witchcraft. Now we get, let's get a, a quick understanding of why I say that. That way we can get a better understanding of what's going on in the, as we read the rest, as we, go on, as we continue in the show, you have a clearer understanding. Why is being disobedient as the sin of witchcraft? Because we know witchcraft, a witch's craft is dealing with spirits. Exactly. That's how a witch foretells the future. They're dealing with familiar spirits. They're dealing with spirits. That's how they cast spells. They're dealing with spirits or demons mm-hmm. or devils, whichever mm-hmm. word you want to use. Let's go to, um, let's say a couple of scriptures. Let's go to Ephesians, the sixth chapter. We're going to come back to that, but I want to make sure everybody get a clear understanding of what's going on in, in, the, uh, in that scripture. Let's go to Ephesians, the sixth chapter. Because being rebellious against the commandments of God is a very serious thing. We're going to read... Verse 11? Yes. Yeah. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 11. Put on the whole armor of God. That the, the whole, when the scripture tells us put on the whole armor, the armor is the Bible. We have to put on the whole Bible. Mm-hmm. Or better yet, we put on Christ. The examples. Follow Christ's examples. 
which is going on to the same thing, following the scriptures through the understanding of Christ. So it says, put on the whole armor, not just the scriptures that we like or the scriptures we feel sounds good, but put on the whole armor, the whole Bible. Because some people pick and choose what they're going to deal with. Well, I like this right here. I'm going to deal with this right here. But this right here, I think men just wrote that. I think that was men's personal feelings right here. But over here, this right here, I'm going to deal with this one. No, the scriptures say put on the whole armor, you know, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So the scriptures are telling us put on the whole armor of God that we may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Because when we being disobedient to the scriptures, we dealing with we giving in to these spiritual forces. That's why I says for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Because when you're trying to be obedient to the scriptures and you're having a hard time doing what the scriptures say, there's something going on here. Your flesh is is fighting against your spirit. Your flesh wants you to do things contrary to what the Father wants you to do. Mm-hmm. So, but the scriptures telling us the wrestle we going through is not against flesh and blood, but against Principalities against powers If it's not flesh and blood The only other thing that has physical power Or or have power in this world Is spirits Exactly So it's letting us know that there's spirits involved here Against rulers of the darkness of this world Against mm-hmm. spiritual wickedness In high places let's, let's back that scripture up Let's go to another scripture to back that up Let's go to 1 Timothy the 4th chapter so we get understanding why why it's comparing us being rebellious as us dealing with witchcraft. Uh, you got that first Timothy uh, four and one? First Timothy chapter four verse one. Now the spirit speaketh expressly that in a later time some shall depart from the faith. Stop. Depart from the faith. What what is our faith supposed to be based upon? The word of God. The word of God. What God says. Exactly. That we believe in what the scriptures say. We believe in that the prophecies are going to come to pass. Mm-hmm. Right? We believe in that Christ came and died for our sins. We believe if we're obedient to the word of God that we're going to get the kingdom. That's our faith. We believe in that. Exactly. So some men are going to depart from that. Why are they going to leave following the word of God and depart? Read on. Giving heed to seducing spirits. Giving heed to seducing spirits. That's why you're a witch. That's right. You're dealing with these spirits. You're giving heed to these spirits mm-hmm. and doctrine of devils. And doctrines of devils. Because there's all kind of different doctrine out here. These <laughs> doctrines have been around. <laughs> a lot of these witchcraft doctrines that people are into, they don't understand that these doctrines have been around since before the flood. Exactly. Is it a coincidence that the same philosophies, the same... uh Rites and ceremonies mm-hmm. keep popping up in these different religious faiths. No, it's not a coincidence. Why is that? Because this spirit been around for a very, very long time. <laughs> it's doctrine of devils. That's, That's why right. the scriptures tell us in Deuteronomy, they um they sacrifice unto devils and not to God. Because when you're following these these different philosophies, you're not following God. Mm-hmm. If it's not written in the Bible and you're following it, you're following different de- demons, man. That's what you're following. And there's spirits that's seducing people into being disobedient to the word of God. That's why when you look at this whole world, this whole world is in the vibration of what? Being disobedient to God. Mm-hmm. Not following what God says. And they, they take it as a light thing now. 
Exactly. It's like a light thing. So the scriptures say that many shall depart from the faith or depart from doing what the scriptures say, giving heed to seducing spirits. And that's what that's what we see going on. You got something you want to bring up, brother? Well, I just want to make this point. I just want to make this point real quick. Um, sure. Because you you mentioned that this the spirit was around before the flood, and I just want to make this point because even after the flood, it came back again, like you said, even all the way up to this point in time today, right? So I'm just going to read this, and I'm going to read another scripture after this real quick. This is Genesis chapter 6, verse 5. I just want to read this. And God saw that wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually, all right? So these evil thoughts, these spirits of wickedness that was contrary to the doctrine of the Most High God were the doctrine of devils. Mm -hmm. You see, it was a spirit that was against God. So in other words, in today's society, I'll give you a couple of examples that there was a lot of lewdness going on. There was a lot of homosexuals on the earth. There was a lot of performing of wicked acts on the earth, fornication, adultery, the spirit of murder, just like it is today. It was back then. Yeah. You know, it's the spirit of wickedness, because wickedness is what? Wickedness is sin. You know, wickedness is sin. So we understand that they were committing sin back then before the flood. So I'm going to continue reading. It says, verse 6, and, and it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. Because look at how these, these, these people are acting on the earth. I didn't make them, you know, I didn't make them so they could perform this way. Yeah. For that purpose. Yeah, they have morals and ethics. You know, they had an understanding of God, but yet they want to do what they want to do any which way. You know, and that was before the flood. Now when you get when you get over to uh <laughs> when you get over to Genesis chapter ten, all right, we understand that the most high after the flood, right? The most high repopulated the earth all over again. Mm-hmm. All right. So when you read on in the time of Babel. I'm gonna read. Actually, I'm gonna read uh, Genesis chapter uh, chapter 11 real quick, and I'm going to start at. Give me one second. I'm gonna start at verse verse one, and the whole earth was was of one language and of one speech. And it came to pass as they journeyed through the east that they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there. And they said one to another, "Go, go to. Let us make brick." And burned them thoroughly, and they had brick for stone and slime that they they for excuse me slime had they for mortar. And they said, Go to, let us build us a city and a tower whose top may reach into heaven, and let us make us a name, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men built it, and the Lord said, Behold, the people is one, and they have all one language. In this they begin to do, and now and now nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. Right? Mm-hmm. Go to, let us go down and there confound their language that they may not understand one another's speech. Because we gotta understand that um it goes on to say when you read more of it, it goes on to say that God came down and confounded the language because these people were starting to do what they want to do in their own mind, in their own imagination. So in the time of Nimrod and that, they went off from serving God, going into another idolatrous practice through Nimrod. Yeah. And we'll go through that later on. But I just want to show them that before the flood, 
there was evil, and then after the flood, they started doing evil once again. So that spirit came back again because Noah and his sons, they were righteous men. That's why they saved them. But then when the when the world got repopulated all over again, they started doing the same wicked acts, and the same spirit came around again all the way up into today's time. Yeah, you know what's funny about it, too? When you look at that time with uh, the Tower of Babel, mm-hmm. what they, they decided they were all going to be one people. Exactly. And that was the evil in the eyes of God. Mm-hmm. Because God, God made different nations, and he wanted, he wanted different families, different languages. He separated them. Then later on, when you read the history, other kings rose up. Like when you read the first Maccabees, they talk about the king of Antiochus. He said that we all shall be one people again. Exactly. That philosophy came around again. Uh-huh. Then later on, that philosophy came around again with the Roman Empire. Exactly. Then that philosophy is still around again with America. This this thing is a constant cycle because there's spirits that's running the whole game. That's right. There's spirits, spiritual vibrations going on here. There's a, there's a spirit children that's operating in the children of disobedience. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna we're gonna read all that as we as we continue with the show. The show's gonna come in a full circle. Exactly. But uh. Even when you look at Eve, mm-hmm. what happened with her? She was tempted to go against the will of the Most High by the by the devil, by Satan. Mm-hmm. That evil spirit came upon her, and what did she do? She went and followed that spirit. That's and, right. and that's the same thing we got to deal with. When that spirit come upon each individual to do something that we know is contrary against the word of the Most High, we have to be strong and deny that spirit. If we don't deny it, then we're dealing in witchcraft, we're dealing with evil spirits, we're being seduced by evil spirits, and we're giving in to them. Mm-hmm. All right? And um, let's go to one more scripture with that. Let's go to right. uh, 1 Corinthians 10. All right. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Um, start at verse 20 for me. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 20. But I say that the things which the Gentiles sacrifice... They sacrifice to devils and not to God. So the things that these nations, all these celebrations we see going on on this earth right now, mm-hmm. these nations are celebrating is sacrifice to devils. And the same things they're doing like Christmas, Thanksgiving, New Year's, mm-hmm. uh, Easter. That's right. There's customs and traditions that's within these celebrations that's been around <laughs> for the longest. The bunny laying eggs. These things are, are ancient. Yeah, the, uh, uh, burning the Yule log. Mm-hmm. The, the tree, decorating the tree. Mm-hmm. These things aren't new. No. These things have been around way before Christ. These things go way back. <laughs> but people are doing these things and say they're doing it for the Heavenly Father in Christ when you cannot find these things in the Bible. Mm-hmm. So if you can't find it in the Bible when you're doing it, it's idolatry. Exactly. And you're giving heed to seducing spirits and you're following the doctrine of devils. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, read on. But I say, I'm going to read it again. But I say that the things which the Gentiles Gentile sacrifice, they sacrifice to devils and not to God. And I would not that ye should have fellowship with devils. We are not supposed to have fellowship with devils. Mm-mm. How do we have fellowship with devils? We read part of it. We're going to continue reading in um, 1 Samuel, the 15th chapter. Part of the way we have fellowship with devils is when we are being uh, rebellious against what God says. Mm-hmm. When God says do not do something And we go ahead and do it anyway We having fellowship with devils We being witches and we dealing in witchcraft Alright We having fellowship with devils When we are disobedient to the word of God It always has been that way And it always will be Alright you know Verse 21 You cannot drink the cup of the Lord And the cup of devils See we can't say we down with God And be disobedient to him Mm-mm. 
Either we're following the Most High or we're following our own lust, which in return is following Satan. You know? Ye, ye cannot be partakers of the Lord's table and of the table of devils. Do we provoke the Lord to jealousy? See, do we provoke the Lord to jealousy? See, that jealousy now, I want y'all to remember that scripture because if we trying to deal with God and then we we going into our own minds, our own thoughts, our own imaginations, we provoking the Lord to jealousy. And that jealousy is going to come in as we go. Let's go back to uh, 1 Samuel 15, 15 chapter. We're going to see how that jealousy thing plays a role in this. All right, 1 Samuel chapter 15. Pick up at uh, 23. Verse 23. For, re- for rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. And the stubbornness and, is... I, I, I want to I just focus on that right. word because that's, that word hits, hits it right, right on the... Hit the nail right on the head. Stubbornness. Mm-hmm. And when you look at the word stubbornness, stubbornness is somebody... That's, I kind of looked that word up and, they, and this is what I found, right? It says persistent. The word persistent is going to continue with tasks in spite... Of obstacles, so say that again. Continue with tasks. Oh, okay. Like you want to do something, mm-hmm. but in spite of what the consequences are. For example, if a kid, you tell a kid not to do something, mm-hmm. you're gonna whip him if he do it, and he does it anyway. Exactly. He know he's gonna get whipped. He's being stubborn. He's being hard headed. Mm-hmm. You tell him, yo, that thing right there is hot. Don't touch it. And he go ahead and touch it anyway, knowing that you told him it was hot. That's being stubborn, man. That's being rebellious. Mm-hmm. And we know that we read the scriptures. The scriptures tell us, look, if we disobey God, what's going to happen? It depends on what's going down. The judgment is, is whatever sin you commit, and there's the judgment. When the most I tell Adam and Eve, look, if you disobey my commandment, what's the judgment? The judgment was death, right? Exactly. What did they do? They, they ate it anyway. So that's being stubborn. Mm-hmm. That's being stubborn. And that's what we do every time the most I says, don't do this. We have our own will. We have our own things that we like. Mm-hmm. And we go ahead into it anyway, right? Isn't that being stubborn? Thou shalt not steal, and then yet you steal anyway. You're being stubborn. You're being stubborn. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole thing. Matter of fact, I want to go to a quick scripture on that point. We're going to come right back. Let's go to Matthew 16. Because Christ explains something to us if we want to serve. If we call ourselves Christian, mm-hmm. we say we're Christians, right? And we want to we want to be followers of Christ. Let's see what Christ says about being a Christian or being his follower. Matthew 16 and read verse 24 for me, brother. All right. Matthew chapter 16, verse 24. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself. See, if any man will come after me, if you're going to be a, a Christian, if you're going to be a follower of Christ, mm-hmm. let him deny himself. Now, to deny yourself, that's not a stubborn person. No. A stubborn person is somebody, regardless of what you tell them, He's going to give in to himself. Yeah, he's going to give in to what he want to do. But Christ mm-hmm. said we got to be different than that. We got to be the opposite of that. Because he said, read that for me again. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. So when you look at that term, take up his cross, because what happened on the cross? He he died on the cross. He was crucified on the mm-hmm. cross, right? So so our sins ought to be crucified on that cross too. Exactly. So we got to crucify our own self, our own personal desires, our own personal lusts. We cannot be stubborn no more because stubborn means you still want to do the mm-hmm. things you want to do regardless of the consequences. So denying yourself is going into the dying of the cross. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right, read on. 
For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. See, that's that stubborn person. He want to keep mm-hmm. doing his thing. This is what I've been doing. This is fun. I've been putting up the tree every 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 uh, December 25th. Now you're going to tell me that mm-hmm. the Bible says I shouldn't do that? Yeah. I'm going to find a way around this. I'm going to maneuver around this, and I'm going to do it anyway. Exactly. Because I'm not serving the devil while I'm doing this. Because in my heart, God, the Lord knows my heart that I'm serving him. Regardless what scripture says, don't add on to it that the custom of the people are vain and I hate it. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what the scripture says, yeah. I'm going to find a way to keep doing it. Mm-mm-mm. That's stubborn. Mm-hmm. And that's not that's you not denying yourself and you're going into witchcraft and you're going into idolatry. Exactly. All right. Read that last verse, 25. I'm going to read it again. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. Meaning you're going to be judged and you're going to die. Exactly. Because you want to be stubborn and you want to hold on to the things that you like. Mm-hmm. The things that's pleasing to you. You want to be stubborn. To your flesh. You want to be rebellious. And whosoever will lose his life for See, my sake shall find it. See, now that's the person that says, you know what? These are the things I used to like, but I'm putting this away from me. Because I want to serve Christ. I want to be a servant of Christ. I'm going I want to, to follow Christ. I'm going to deny it. I'm going to deny myself. I'm not going mm-hmm. to be rebellious. I'm not going to be stubborn. Mm-hmm. And that's what the law is looking for. That's why, man, it's a joke when people try to say they can keep doing these things and be a follower of Christ. And the Bible is telling us crystal clear that we got to give these things up. That we have to follow the word. We can't be rebellious against the words of God. Exactly. You got to read on? Uh... Verse 26. This is Matthew 16, verse 26. For what is a man profit, profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? See, because a lot of people think a lot of times when you um, want to be stubborn, you want to do the things you want to do, you have some type of pleasure in it. So it's just like uh, like when you go back to Eve again. Mm-hmm. She said that the tree, the fruit of the tree will make one wise. So oh, I'm going to get some wisdom out of this. Mm-hmm. So what does it profit you if you get that wisdom or you get whatever you wanted, that that moment of pleasure that you wanted? Exactly. But yet you lose your soul, meaning you don't make it to the kingdom. You lose uh, your uh, opportunity for eternal life and you're destroyed. What about other people out in this world, too, that commit adultery or fornication or those that have... Uh, um, you know, great abundance in life, the living large, you know, lavishly, you know, celebrities, celebrity status. You know what I'm saying? You could be a singer, a hip hop star, whatever you want to be. You could be a just any kind of celebrity you want to be. And they but, put God to the back burner. Yeah, they, 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 they just totally give the most high the boot. But they live in large though, like the mm-hmm. Oprah Winfrey's. Come on, man. They they live in large, right? So the thing is what what's what's that gonna profit you because you have all these abundance and all these things? Mm-hmm. What do you think you're still gonna make it to the kingdom just because you live in large right now? And that's what people think it's about. It's about uh, getting things. That's why you got this this prosperity teaching. Mm-hmm. People think if I can get a, make a lot of money in this world, then I'm good. They come to Christ for money, but yet all these things that Christ is telling you you need to do, mm-hmm. they don't want to look at that. They don't want to be bothered with that. You know, I want to make another point, too. What about Jesus Christ himself when the devil tempted him and said he'll give him all the kingdoms of the earth? Yeah. Right? So that's giving him the whole world, like the scripture says right here, for what is a man profit if he shall gain the whole world? Yeah. Right? But then it goes on to say and lose his own soul. So what am I going to give exchange for that? I'm going to sell out my soul for this kingdom of this world? When there's a world after this, there's a lifestyle, there's, a, there's eternal life after this. 
Mm-hmm. But the people that live that kind of life don't believe in that. Mm-hmm. They don't want to believe because they don't want to deny themselves because it feels good. The status, the power, the abundance is taking over their, their mind because it's another spirit inside of them that's overwhelming them. And they can't deny themselves. Why? Because they ain't, they're they not putting on the armor of God to fight off that lust, man. They're giving in to their pleasure. Mm-hmm. They're giving in to pleasure. All right, read that, read that, let's read that last verse. Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Meaning that when that day of judgment come, mm-hmm. you'll be willing to get, man, you'll be, when the day of judgment come, you'll be willing to go back in the earth and live as an Ethiopian <laughs> in, the, in the poorest part of the world. Yeah, and, and, and the sad part is, man, a lot of people out here in this world today, they feel as though, you know what? I would love to be Bill Gates or Oprah Winfrey right now. I don't care what y'all talking about. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with living like this. Yeah. <laughs> you you be willing to give up everything so you could enter into the kingdom when that day of judgment. Yeah, when that day of judgment comes, then all of a sudden you want to say, could I, could I give you all this? Could I buy my way into the kingdom? There's nothing you're going to be able to give for that. That's why right now is time for us to really examine these scriptures, really examine what we're doing. Really examine, is, is this the real understanding? Does the Father really want us to, to obey his voice? Let's examine these scriptures. Mm-hmm. And if you find that the scriptures are saying that, then what we have to do is repent. We have to repent and follow the words of the Heavenly Father through the examples of Christ. We have to put Christ on. Exactly. Or else, we're doomed. We're doomed. We are. If we're not going to do that, then we're going to find ourselves committing idolatry. We're going to find ourselves in the vibration of this world, in the vibration of this world. We're going to read the vibration of this world. The vibration of this world is totally given to Satan. Totally given to Satan. And let's go. Let's go back to First uh, Samuel, brother. I want to finish the First Samuel up. First Samuel fifteen, and let's read twenty-three again. First Samuel chapter fifteen, verse twenty-three. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Yeah, stubbornness is iniquity. We already know that. Yeah, it's sin. Stubbornness is sin because we're not being obedient to the Heavenly Father. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, mm-hmm. it's idolatry. Mm-hmm. Because whatever it is that we decided that we want to run after, or that we decide we want to hold on to, we have made that more important than Christ. Exactly. It became your idol. And that's why he talks about that he's a jealous. That's why we, when we read it, and it talks about God is jealous. So we provoke the Lord to jealousy because... We're supposed to love him more than anything. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to love God more than anything. Ain't nothing supposed to come between the love of us and God, the love of us and Christ. Ain't nothing supposed to be able to separate us between the love that we have for Christ. And that's what we do when we choose these things over Christ. When we choose our own thoughts and ideas, we choose to follow Satan. And we're choosing them over Christ. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, There's more on that. You want me to finish it up? Yeah, yeah, finish it up. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he hath also rejected thee from being king. And that's the thing, too. What what we in here for? What, what's the reward? We're trying to be kings and priests, man. <laughs> We're trying to receive the promises that was given, handed down to us from Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, our forefathers. The 144,000 is what? They're, they're, it's a nation of kings. They're all going to get gold crowns. Kings and priests. So we don't want to be rejected from that. Mm-mm. So we're going to have to obey God's voice. We're going to have to be obedient to the, to the voice of the Heavenly Father in Christ. 
From there, let's go to... Uh, well, okay. I, I, before you even move on, because this point right here needs to be made, too, before we leave off. Because even King Saul himself, when, when you guys read the story, those out there that haven't read the story, um, you know, the point in this story, even those that have read it, the point in the story is that he disobeyed a direct order from God. Mm-hmm. You know, he told him to kill everything, leave nothing. Yeah. You know, including the, 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 the humans and the animals. Leave nothing, right? Mm-hmm. And what did he do? He ended up leaving some things. Yeah. And then he wanted to offer some of these animals to the Most High anyway. And part of the reason why he did it, because he wanted to listen to the people. Yeah. And that's that's also what goes on a lot in this world, is people want to follow people. They want to listen to people. Instead, when they have the good sense in their minds, they see what we're saying is true. Exactly. But yet, they got other people around them in their ears saying, nah, I don't believe in that. Nah, I don't listen to that. Come on, man. And, and then they follow it. That is the whole point of what I'm saying we can't leave off of this point, because guess what? That became idolatry. No different than in the time when we were in the wilderness, the children of Israel. And Moses was up there, you know, for 40 days and 40 nights. Or what, what, what was it, 40 days and 40 nights? Yeah. Yeah, he was up there. And what happened to the people when he was up there? They went back into the philosophies of the ancient Egypt. Yeah, they went and, and, and made images of golden calves and worshipped them and said, these were the guys that took us out of, out of the land of Egypt. And started worshipping these things. It became idolatry. It's the same thing. Because why? Aaron was overwhelmed too by the people. Yeah. So it's the same thing. It became idolatry. We can't let no one or no group of people overpower what we feel that we have towards God. You know what I'm saying? Supersede our spiritual knowledge that we have in God and let them become our fear instead of the most high God. It becomes idolatry. Exactly. It could be your wife the same way it was against Adam. Exactly. It's the same thing. It became idolatry. He gave into his wife. That's what he did. So that turns into idolatry, people. It's the same thing, and that same spirit is here today. Yeah, exactly. But there. And, and when you look at the word idolatry, I was going to go into these scriptures, but uh, uh-huh. but I'm not going to go into that. But there's three, there's two other words that's mixed in with idolatry. One of them is is the word covet. Mm-hmm. To covet, it tells you that in Colossians 3 and 5, idolatry is the same as coveting. Then in Romans 7 and 7, uh, Paul brings it out that he didn't know lust. Exactly. Into, <laughs> he didn't know lust until the scripture said, thou, thou shalt not covet, covet. Mm-hmm. which is Exodus, which is one of the uh, Ten Commandments, Exodus 20, 17. Mm-hmm. The Most High said that you shall not covet anything that is thy neighbor, which when, when you really look at that, that means... You ain't supposed to cover anything because anything that's that neighbor, everything belongs to somebody. Exactly. <laughs> Unless it's trash. Exactly. Just about everything belongs to somebody. Mm-hmm. So you know we got we got to keep our minds focused on being obedient to the word of the Most High, man. It, it's a struggle. It's a daily fight, but that's 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 what we in in order for us to enter into the kingdom. That's that's the uh, that's the test. Exactly. You know, if I should say that, use that word, but that's that's the conditions of the battle that we must fight. Mm-hmm. You know, and we have to set our minds right to to be fixed on being obedient to the Most High in Christ, and not to come off of that because we come off of that, man. That's why I said, beware of idolatry. Then you're gonna fall into. We're gonna read some things about that, man. Fall into the vibration of this world. Matter of fact, let's go to that right now. Let's go to. Uh, Romans, the first chapter. We're going to start at verse 18. Romans, chapter 1, verse 18. 
For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Hold the truth in unrighteousness. I mean, you, you got the Bible. You got the word. You have it right here in your hands. We have all these pastors. They got the Bible, but mm-hmm. they hold it doing things that's contained, that the Bible tells you straight out mm-hmm. that you're not supposed to do. Exactly. All right, read on. Because that which may be known of God is manifested in them. For God has showed it unto them. For the for the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clear, clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. So we have the word. It's been given to us. Mm-hmm. The understanding of how the creation came about. You read it about in Genesis, the six days he did it, and he rests the seventh day. You know, we got all these things, and he and he told us that the seventh day is holy to keep it holy unto him. We we are without excuse when we go breaking these these commandments of God. Exactly. He said we're out without excuse. Read on. Because that when they knew God, they they glorified Him not as God. Neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. So it said because when they knew God, we open up the Bible. We know that the Bible is the word of God. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, let's put let's one quick one quick scripture. Go to three. Romans three and three. And we're gonna come back because some people they say, nah, nah, the Bible is not the word of God. I'm a Christian. I'm saved, but the Bible is not the word of God. Mm. Some of it is, some of it is, but some of it is the word of man. And not just that. The old testament is done away with and Yeah, and we don't deal with the old testament. Mm-hmm. And Christ, Christ was teaching the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Peter, Paul was teaching the Old Testament. They didn't mm-hmm. have the New Testament when they were teaching. Because they were living the New Testament. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what were they reading out of? <laughs> this is what the, the Christian faith was based upon at that time, man. Mm-hmm. And the understanding that Christ was bringing forth to certain men mm-hmm. of things that were, that were the clear understanding of the Old Testament. Exactly. The proper understanding of the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. So this is Romans chapter 3, verse 3. For what if some did not believe? Because a lot of people don't believe what's in the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know? Shall their unbelief make the faith of God without effect? Yeah, but for them not believing the things we have faith in, we have faith in the Scriptures, the mm-hmm. things that's in the Scriptures. So that make the faith that we have in what the Scriptures say without effect, it ain't going to happen because they don't believe? <laughs> the judgment ain't going to come because you don't believe? It's coming anyway. <laughs> read God forbid, meaning no. Yea, let God be true. Let God be true means the Bible. As we read on, it's going to tell you the, it's going to tell you that. Let mm-hmm. God be true. Read on. Let every excuse me. Yea, let God be true, but every man a liar. Meaning that if they can't read it out of the Bible, if anybody that's coming with their own thoughts and ideas and trying to tell you things that are contrary to the Bible, they're liars. Mm-hmm. Every man a liar coming up with his own thing and got no scriptures. He's a liar. You know? As it is written. As it is written. Where is it written at? <laughs> Where is it written at? We're gonna go into that today too. <laughs> I know. I know. You know. We've been talking about a lot of things um, about about uh, rebellion and about not keeping the laws and statutes and commandments, going into your own lust. And we didn't really hit the the holidays yet, but we're gonna get there. Because where's that written at? Where's Easter written at that we gotta keep it? Yeah. Where's Christmas? Yeah. Where's Christmas written at that we gotta keep it? Where is that at? You know? It's lies. Every man a liar. It's, mm-hmm. it's 
Seducing spirits, doctrine of devils. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Seducing spirits and doctrine of devils. Exactly. So I'm going to read it again. Uh, Romans 3 and 4. God forbid, let, yea, let God be true, but every man a liar, as it is written, that thou mightest be justified in thy sins, and mightest overcome when thou art judged. See, we justified in our sins because what we're saying is in the Bible. Mm-hmm. You see, we got people that, you know, they come visit the chat room, they make little comments, and they don't give you no scriptures. They don't give you no scriptures. That's why we always ask people, where's that written at? Because we're not dealing with, man, we ain't dealing with what your scholars said. We don't care about, we wouldn't give a rat's tail about what your scholars uh, came out and said, or mm -hmm. this, this book, this person wrote this book and proved this in the book. Man, we don't care about that. We care about what's written. Mm -hmm. This is what, what our faith is based on, what's written. As it is written, so that I may be justified in thy sayings and might overcome when thou art judged. I mean, when you judging us, we got the scriptures to back up why we believe this way. Mm -hmm. And when the kingdom come, we'll be justified because we follow what was written. When, we, when you sit in that judgment seat, <laughs> check this out, because a lot of people out there don't believe it. When you sit in the judgment seat of Christ, every word has been recorded. Every action that you committed in your body, whether, whether it was uh, whether it was good or bad, it's been recorded. He's going to rewind it, and he's going to press play, and he's going to say, "What did you say right there? Where did you get that from? That's not in my word. What did you do right there? Mm -hmm. You're not supposed to do that. That's not in my word. You don't believe that. You will be judged." You people don't understand. You have to read this word and understand. You can't be a liar because the Holy Spirit don't deal with lies. So when you teach lies, that's from another spirit, brother. That's from the spirits we're talking about in wicked places. Mm -hmm. You're teaching lies. Christmas is a lie. You are a liar. You are a witch. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You're following witchcraft. You talking about Easter bunnies and all this crap. You are a liar. You are a witch because it's witchcraft. And we're gonna go deeper into it before we you know Lord's will before the end of the show. Yeah, let's go back to Romans. Uh Romans what? Um when we left off. Twenty one. We one one twenty one. Romans chapter one, verse twenty one. Because that when they knew God, they they glorified him not as God. Yeah, that's not the word of God. No, that's not God didn't say that. Man said that. No, we ain't gonna do that. Mm-hmm. That's not God's words. <laughs> Neither were thankful, but became vain in their imagination. You know what? I think I think it's okay mm -hmm. if I commit fornication. I, I think it's okay. I don't I don't think God's really gonna judge me for that. I mean, just this one time. Yeah, because He shed His blood for me. You know, I'm already I'm cleansed. I'm cleansed. I could just just tell Him I'm sorry. I'll be straight. I'm okay. That's my imagination. That's that's me giving heed to seducing spirits. Mm -hmm. That's me going after those demons that's 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 moving on me. I'm following. I'm giving heed to them. You shall not surely die. Yeah, you shall not surely die. God ain't gonna judge you for that. Hmm. Okay. I, I can go ahead and put on put up the Christmas tree. You shall not surely die, man. I, man, the heck with that, man. I'm just it's just fun. It's just fun for the kids. Mm -hmm. You shall not surely die. And their foolish heart was darkened. Their foolish heart was darkened. Mm -hmm. What does it mean was darkened? It was given over to Satan. Exactly. They following they following the doctrine of devils. They mm -hmm. they giving heed to seducing spirits. They being stubborn. Mm -hmm. They being rebellious. And they giving into de demons. 
Now let me read this scripture again, Ephesians 6 and 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Mm-hmm. It goes right back to the darkness again, how it said they was darkened. Uh, their foolish heart was darkened. Exactly. All right, uh, verse 22. Verse 22, professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. And that's what they think. They think they're wise. They, you know, when you try to explain <laughs> to, to cats that they got to do with this in the scriptures, they start giving you a whole breakdown in philosophy. Oh, yeah, we, we couldn't eat pork back then because they didn't have refrigerators. Yeah, yeah, they go yeah. into a whole big tap and dance and giving you a break. All excuses, giving heed to seducing spirits. And, and, and the sad part is, the sad part is they're intelligent fools. <laughs> That's the sad part. They're intelligent and they're followery, man. Exactly, yeah. They they giving you a breakdown of how men were born gay. Yeah. A gay gene and all that. And break it down. Got a scientist to break it down. The cells and everything. You're intelligent fools. <laughs> so called prudent people, right? Yeah. All right, read verse twenty three? Yeah, brother. And change the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man. Into birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. So they're going into idolatry. Now they're putting up um, idols up. Mm-hmm. They got the Bible where they the Bible tell you don't bow down to idols. They got a whole church full of idols. Wow. Bowing down to idols, following idolatrous practices. Mm-hmm. Going into their own mind, giving your whole breakdown why you don't have to keep this commandment. You don't have to keep this law. Uh, you know? Verse 24, wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts. Through the lust of their hearts, see? Through their own minds, their own thoughts and ideas that they're coming up. They're making up in their own head that's all right to go against the word of God. Mm-hmm. You know? To dishonor their own bodies between themselves. To dishonor their own bodies between them. Matter of fact, I want to get a scripture on that, dealing with that. We're going to come back and close it out over here, but I want to go to... Uh, Let's go to Wisdom of Solomon, the 14th chapter. So the Apocrypha? Yeah, Wisdom of Solomon, the Apocrypha, the 14th chapter. So we're going to the Apocrypha, the book of the Apocrypha, uh, the Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 14. Start at verse, uh, verse 22. Verse 22. Moreover, this was not enough for them, that they... Erred in, in the knowledge of God That they erred in the knowledge of God I mean the understanding of what the Bible Is actually saying mm-hmm. They erred in the understanding of what the Bible Is saying mm-hmm. You know But whereas they lived In the great war of ignorance Those so great plagues Called they peace Yeah the Things that are plagued they, they look at that as being good They look at They consider evil is good And good as being evil they, they call they, it peace. That's that's their understanding. That's their peace. Because they done perverted the whole the whole understanding of the word of God. Instead of being obedient, they were they became disobedient. Wow, that's heavy. All right, you know. Verse twenty three. For was they slew their children in sacrifices. Yeah, that was happening back then with you know the worship of Molech. Mm-hmm. Or use of secret ceremonies or made. Revelings of strange rites. They're doing that now. Reveling of strange rites. That's what we we were talking about. Christmas, uh, New Year's. Then we even got these parades that our people like to celebrate. Yeah, that Bacchus uh, and all that. Yeah, Bacchus, which going into uh, when you when you read the history of those things, those things was like um, 
They're going back orgies to, and all that. Yeah, man. all orgies. They going that 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 Bacchus is uh is pretty heavy too, and it's going to the the wine, the, um, god of wine or something like yeah. that. It's going to all that. They, the the Greeks defile the temple with that garbage. Mm-hmm. They were having orgies in the temple, and to this day, you just got brothers going to the Greek fest and these, mm-hmm. these different uh, festivals they have down in 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 the, in the south, in Atlanta. You know, and even in New York, um, this past couple of weeks ago, where they were these uh supposed to be Israelite women or Jamaican women was putting their booties all on police, dancing with these police officers and oh, the West Indian parade, parade or something like that, dancing like whores. Yeah, you know, dressing like whores with makeup and you know all straight up demons, man. A whole demonic vibration, worshiping something that's. That is a doctrine of demons. Yeah, and a lot of like you said, sex orgies and and, and the rituals of all these uh, guys that they serve, you know, go way back. Like we said earlier, they were they were doing these uh, ceremonial like this these sex, this sex these these orgies that was going on was something that was so common, you know, and and it's happening to those right now in our face today. Yeah. The same orgies, same thing is being displayed today. And if you ask them uh, what religion they are, I bet any any amount of money they'll tell you that they're Christians, mm-hmm. Roman Catholics, and things of that nature. And what they doing? What these people are doing? Celebrating ceremonies and strange rites. Strange means it's, it's foreign from the scriptures. Exactly. It's foreign from what God told us to do. Mm-hmm. It's not. You can't find it in the Bible. So it's strange rites that they're giving into. All right, read on, brother. Verse twenty-four. They kept neither lives nor marriages any longer undefiled. And that's don't we have that in this world? Oh man! All these so-called Christian people that this world is full of Muslims, they kept neither marriages undefiled. Mm-mm. Because because they they already decided that they're going to be disobedient, that they're going to give into their lust. So now that 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 thing, man. Once you fall into that spirit, that spirit, man. Once you decide to make the make the decision that you're not going to be obedient, that you're going to Find a way around this law. Find a way around that law. When does that spirit stop? It never stops. It just you just keep going. Yeah, it's a spirit of disobedience, man. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, <laughs> I'm jumping around, but I, I want to bring this point out. We're gonna come right back to that, but I gotta bring this point out. Uh, Ephesians, the second chapter, real quick. Brother. We're gonna go straight to the point. I'm gonna bring. I want two scriptures. I want to pull out real quick. All right. Mm-hmm. Ephesians chapter what two? Ephesians two and two. Ephesians, two and two. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 2 Wherein in time past ye walked according to the course of this world The course of this world is what we're reading about Right? Mm-hmm. We used to walk in the same thing that this world is doing According to the prince of the power of the air The spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience The prince of the power of the air Satan The spirit that worketh now in the children of disobedience Satan mm-hmm. Demons man the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. What is that spirit that's working in the children of and matter of fact, what are they disobedient to? The word of God. The laws through Christ. Let's pull that out. Let's mm-hmm. go to Ephesians the first chapter. I mean uh First Peters. First Peters and we're gonna go back, man. Go back to which one? Uh uh Wisdom of Solomon. First Peters, the second chapter, verse eight. First Peters Chapter 1, verse 8? Or chapter 2, verse 8? Yeah, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 8. Sorry about that. All right, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 8. 
And a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. Yeah, the stone of stumbling the scripture is talking about in First Peter, the second chapter, verse 8, is talking about Christ. Christ has become a stone of stumbling to them because they don't understand what Christ, they don't understand what Christ came for. They're talking about Christ came for so we can continue in sin. That's a lie. Yeah. They're stumbling at, at, at mm-hmm. what Christ came for. They don't understand what Christ came for, and they're offended at, at, at Christ. He's a stone of offense because when you give them, when you tell them the law, people become offended. Look, God God said you can't do that. You're going to be judged for that. No, nah, God ain't going to judge me for that. Mm-hmm. Tell somebody they can't be homosexual and see how offended they get. They'd be ready to curse you out, man. Mm-hmm. And if you tell them about these holidays and Christmas or, or Resurrection Day, they're ready to fight you. Yeah. What do you mean you don't celebrate Resurrection Day? That's the time where Christ was resurrected. You people don't understand that spirit been around. That resurrection had nothing to do with Jesus Christ, man. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. That stems all the way back to um, Sarah missing Nimrod, man. Way back when. But good. Yeah, read that. Uh, verse 8. Yeah. And they stone a stumbling and a rock of offense, even to them would stumble at the word. Stumble at the word. What's mm-hmm. the word? The Bible. They exactly. stumbling at the Bible. They're taking up the Bible saying, look, we can do what we want to do. We mm-hmm. can feel how we want to feel. You're stumbling at the word. Mm-hmm. You know, being disobedient, where until also they were appointed. They being disobedient because that's what we read. They being rebellious. They being stubborn. They they doing what they want to do. They following things that's contrary to the scriptures. Mm-hmm. They they dealing with idolatry. They obeying evil spirits. All right, let's we're gonna go back to William Simon, but we're gonna take a promo. We're gonna take a quick promo, and then we'll be right back with you, brothers and sisters. Uh, The Body of Christ Church invites you to listen to all our programs on Blog Talk Radio. These programs are meant to edify the listener regarding repentance and good works that come to the Holy Scriptures. The weekly program schedule is Sunday at 2 p.m., Tuesday at 8 p.m., Wednesday at 7 p.m., Friday at 7 p.m., and Saturday at 9 a.m., all Eastern Standard Time. Our Spanish broadcast is at 11.30 a.m. Easter Standard Time each Saturday at blogtalkradio.com slash ICDC. Please accept our invitation to call in to our show at 646-716-7749. Your comments or questions are eagerly encouraged, whether they agree or disagree with the viewpoints expressed by those involved in the program. Again, call in now Please dial 646-716-7749. The brothers from the Body of Christ Church in Buffalo, New York, would like to invite you to our Sabbath class held every Friday evening from 7.30 p.m. until 9.30 p.m. The location is 282 Winslow Avenue in Buffalo, New York. Once again, 7.30 to until 9.30 p.m., location 282 Winslow Avenue in Buffalo, New York. So if you're in the Buffalo area, you're always welcome. Remember, Christ said in John 14 and 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Thank you. Praise to the Most Highness Son Christ. 
For those that live in the NYC in Manhattan, we have a show that airs every Friday at 3.30 on Time Warner Cable, Channel 57. Hello and shalom. Join us for the Spanish version of the virtual living room presented by the Body of Christ Church every Saturday at 11.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. In the virtual living room, we will discuss topics as they pertain to repentance and how to obtain salvation. You can join us via internet at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash ICDC. Or you can call us at area code 347-994-3788. Hola y salam para todos. Únete a nosotros en la sala virtual presentada por la Iglesia Cuerpo de Cristo los sábados a las 11 y media de la mañana hasta las 12 y media de la tarde. En la sala hablaremos sobre muchos temas relacionados al arrepentimiento y cómo obtener la salvación. Se nos puede unir a través de internet visitando www.blogtalkradio.com ICDC o nos puede llamar al 1-347-994-3788. Gracias. Que Dios por Cristo le bendiga. Thank you and may the most high name of Christ bless you. Shalom. People murdering, killing in this society. Bodies are falling on every single side of me. Rapists are running rampant, so what a drug addict. We're living in the last days of the final madness. Teenage mothers giving birth to rebellious children. Rebellious children hate their brothers, and then they kill them. Wars, earthquakes, famines, pestilence, evidence, 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 evidence. That it's hard time to awake out of your secret state. Before Christ returns to set these wicked demons straight. So tune in to blogtoradio.com for Today is uh, beware of idolatry. We're going into some of the things that um, that we are doing that falls under idolatry that may not be obvious to some people, but it still falls under idolatry. And what are the effects of these things in the world today? Because the whole world has fallen fallen into idolatry. So. Uh, Let's go back to Wisdom of Solomon, where we left off, the 14th chapter. And let's pick back up at 22 again, brother. So this is Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 14, and the Apocrypha, chapter 14, and verse, what, 22? No, 22. Yeah, yeah, pick up at 22 again. Mo- excuse me. Moreover, this was not enough for them, that they erred in the knowledge of God. But whereas they lived in the great war of ignorance, those so great plagues called they peace. For whilst, for whilst they slew their children in sacrifices or used secret ceremonies or made 
revelings of of strange right. Yeah, as we said, the the slain of children, we don't see that actually physically being done now, but we do see people using strange ceremonies and uh, reveling of strange rites because, as we said, the the reason why these things are strange is because you don't find them in the Bible. They're strange from the Word of God. Mm-hmm. All right, a lot of ceremonies that's in this world right now, the celebrations, you can't find them in the Scripture. And um, the book of St. John talks about, uh, I believe that's the 10th chapter where it says that, that we follow Christ wheresoever you go, and we follow his word, and a stranger we will not follow. And that stranger is going into anything that's outside the scriptures. We're not going to follow those of us that are followers of Christ. We're not going to follow anything contrary to the scriptures. Mm-hmm. All right, read on. They kept neither lives nor marriages any longer undefiled, but either one slew another um, traitor treacherously or or grieve him by adultery. Dang, treacherously. So that there there reign in all men without except excepts exception blood, manslayer, theft, and and dissimulation, corruption, unfaithfulness, tumults and perjury. Disquieting of good men, forgetfulness of good turns, defiling of souls, changing of kind, disorder in marriages, adultery and shameless Uncleanness. And that's, like we said, that's what we see. That's that's the spirit that's working in this world right now. Because men have, we have, I mean, uh, people have, I won't say we have, but men have decided that they're going to put the word of God to a side. They're going to put the word of the scriptures on a back burner. And what's the result of that? People, the spirit of Satan is reigning on this world right now. Because everybody's going into their own lusts, their own thoughts, their own desires, their own ideas, their own opinions. And what's going on? Madness. And then they want to get on TV and talk about we need more basketball courts, we need this, we need another leader, we need to select this politician. Mm -hmm. No. What you need is repentance. What you need is to start following the commandments of the Heavenly Father in Christ. That's why, see... Men got laws in, the, in this world to make sure that you're treating other men fair. They got laws in this world to make sure you're not killing. They got laws in this world about stealing. But God got the perfect law that, che- that tells you everything about dealing righteously with your neighbor, everything about dealing righteously with your wife, everything about dealing righteously with your children. But they don't want to do that because there's certain things in there that they have in their own flesh that they want to fulfill. Mm-hmm. So they want to put the laws of God to the side and then wonder, and wonder why the earth is in total turmoil. The earth is in total turmoil because you people, the man in the mirror, that's why. The man in the mirror decide that he want to go after his own thing. The man in the mirror decide he want to please his flesh. The man in the mirror decide he want to give in to seducing spirits. The man in the mirror decide he want to he want to uh uh, give in to idolatry. He want to give in to doctrine of devils. That's why the earth is in turmoil. And it's going to tell you, the next verse is going to tell you that. Verse 20, uh, 27. For the worshiping of idols not to be named. Yeah, not to be, you don't have to name it. The scriptures just name a bunch of them. Women. That's one of the idols. Men want to, want to, they want to go after women. They want to go after money. They want to have to go after cars. They want to go whatever their lust is. That's 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 the idol. That's the idol you worshiping. 
The lust that you have that's contrary to what the Most High commands us not to do. Go ahead, read that again, brother. For the worshiping of idols not to be named is the beginning, the cause, and the end of all evil. Of all evil. You see that? All evil. That's what the problem is. Now let's go back to Romans, the first chapter. You got something you want to add? Go back to Romans, the first chapter. Where we left off? Uh, Romans chapter 1. Uh, I don't know what scripture you want to do. Verse uh, 24. Read 24 again. Romans chapter 1, verse 24. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. Who changed the truth of God into a lie and worship and serve the creature more than creator who was blessed forever? Amen. See, who changed the truth of God into a lie? Because they take the Bible and they say, well, the Bible says it's okay to do this. The Bible says it's okay for you to um, put up a tree. The Bible says it's okay for you for men to lie with men. They worship the creature, mean things that's in creation, more than they worship God. They took the Bible and said it's okay for you to worship anything that your mind, anything that you desire, anything that feels good to you, go ahead and do it. And you'll, you'll still be all right. You know, just come in and give an offering. You'll still be okay. Mm-hmm. They took the truth of God and turned it into a lie. You know what And worship and serve the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. For this cause God gave them up into vile affections, for even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. You know what that vile affection God gave them up to? He let those evil spirits take over. Those demons, those seducing spirits took over. It's just like when we read about what happened to Saul when he was disobedient to God. What happened to him? The spirit of God left him and an evil spirit troubled him. Mm-hmm. And that's what we got in this world. All these evil spirits are roaming around the spirits that are working in children of disobedience, a bunch of demons flowing around here, all controlling this whole vibration of wickedness that we have in this earth. God gave y'all over. Mm-hmm. But you can still repent and turn back to him through Christ. We still have that, that, that window still left open for us. But we have to be serious about it. I agree on that. And likewise, also the men, leaving a natural use of the woman, burned in their lusts one towards another, men with men working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error, which was meat. So it said they burn in lust one from another, men with men. Mm-hmm. And people are, are, are in the church, they got the Bible, and they're ordaining priests as homosexuals. How can this thing be? It's terrible. How can this be when when, it, when the Bible, we're in the New Testament speaking against this? Mm-hmm. But it's still being done because people don't care what the Bible says, man. They'll find any excuse, any reason they want to go contrary to the Bible. And what they're doing, they're going right into idolatry. They're going right into idolatry. Go ahead, brother. Verse 28. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them Gave them over to a reprobate mind. You know what it means? They didn't like to retain God in their knowledge because when they go to make a decision in their life, they don't care what the Bible says. They don't care what God says. Mm-hmm. If they want to live their life a homosexual, they don't care what the Bible says. They didn't, they didn't like to retain God in their knowledge. If they want to go be a thug, they don't care what the Bible says. 
If they want to go commit adultery, they don't care what the Bible says. They don't they don't they they couldn't care less of what the scriptures say. They do not like to retain God in their knowledge, so God gave them up to a reprobate mind. And that's what they're following. Their wicked mind. Mm-hmm. Their demonic mind is what the world is following. Turn on the TV. Everybody talking about what they think is right. Being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, um, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. And that's exactly what we have going on in the world today. That's why people want to go into everything. That's why people go basically go into whatever's pleasing to them, having no regard for anything that the Bible says. Having no regard. They, they debate with you. They want to argue. And they don't have one scripture to back up what they're saying. Not one. I want to say this, though, real quick, because... Where it goes on to say God gave them up over to a reprobate mind because a reprobate mind is someone that's void of judgment. Someone that doesn't have, mm-hmm. you know, the law, statutes, the commandments with them, meaning this, saying this. That when you tell someone, when we just read these scriptures about a woman sleeping with a woman, we, that's what we just read. A man yeah. sleeping with a man, that's what we just read. Yeah. They don't have that judgment in their mind. That They don't believe that there is a judgment for what they're doing. So they have that void in their mind. They don't have the understanding that there is a judgment. So God gave them over to that mind and let them let them keep operating the way they're operating. But guess what? There's still going to be a judgment at the end anyway. Exactly. Even if you don't believe it. We read it earlier in Romans 3 and 3. You know what I'm saying? Does that make the word of God without effect? Like, in other words, you think judgment still ain't coming for the acts you committing in these churches? For the acts you committing in your body? Whether it be good or bad, there is a judgment for it, regardless. But it shows you how strong that, that lust is that's within them. Mm-hmm. That's why it's considered idolatry, because that, that love they have for whatever it is they want to do, whether it's for women lying with women, men lying with men, uh, celebrating idols, mm-hmm. whatever that lust is in them to do it, it's stronger than the word of God, than, than the love they have for Christ, to be obedient. So exactly. they, they continue in their stubbornness. They continue in their stubborn minds and following the uh, seducing spirits that's coming upon them. Mm-hmm. They're giving into that and be, becoming witches. Exactly. I'm going to bring out um, a couple points um, dealing with the holidays of this world. We're going to go to Jeremiah chapter 10, right? And the reason why we want to touch these scriptures on dealing with this is just to show you how witchcraft also made it into the churches. Right, and we're gonna deal with you know a little bit about some of the um, so-called holidays of this world, these pagan traditions. All right, read Jeremiah ten, um, verse one and two. Hear ye now the word which the Lord spake unto you, O house of Israel. Thus said the Lord: Learn not the way of the heathen. Stop there. So, he's, who's the audience he's talking to, brother? The children of Israel. Children of Israel is the audience he's talking to. And he's talking to the children of Israel, and he's saying, 
Thus saith the Lord, learn not the way of the heathen. How does a person learn, brother? You learn by watching. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of ways you learn. You learn by watching and following the examples of. You learn. You can learn from reading. Exactly. So there's some kind of there's something that you're picking up that the heathen is doing because the children of Israel don't do it. Yeah, because the only things we knew how to do was what was in, in the scriptures, what the Lord told us to do. That's it. So anything else after that, I don't want you to pick it up. I don't want you to read it. I don't want you to see an image. I don't want you to follow it. Learn not none of that. Or, or add it into what I'm telling you to do. Don't do it. Read it again. Verse 2, Jeremiah 10 and 2. Thus said the Lord, learn not the way of the heathen, mm-hmm. and be not dismayed at the signs of heaven. For the heathen are dismayed at them. So now he's saying, and be not dismayed at the signs of heaven. So this is the key point. All right? Because the heathen worship the heavenly bodies. Yeah, the nations. That's what they worship. The sun, the moon, the planets, the stars. This is the things they worship. They're into astrology. And a lot of the customs that we have today come back from uh, worshiping the worship of sun god. Exactly. Or Mithraism or, or Mithra or Baal or Estereth. These are all things that pertain to the sun worship. And it goes all the way back to what we said earlier about Nimrod and about Semiramis. Everything goes back to the time of Babel, yeah. where after the flood, they started getting wicked again. Because these customs came before the flood. Exactly. It was around before the flood. So when we're reading this here, where it says, Thus saith the Lord, learn not the way of the heathen, and be this not be not dismayed at the signs of heaven, because dismayed is going to this is how they fear their gods. Yeah. So they're gonna learn like in other words, the children of Israel have customs to follow. We got the Passover, right? We got the feast of unleavened bread, right? We have Pente- Pentecost, and the list goes on and on. But they have days too. You see, the heathen had days too, and they had days set aside on how they worship their gods. Right? Let's go to a scripture real quick. We're going to we're going if we got enough time we'll go back to it. If not, don't worry about it. We're going to go to uh Ezekiel chapter 8 real quick. Give you a couple examples. Ezekiel chapter 8. And I want you to read verse 14. Actually start at uh verse 13. Ezekiel 8 and 13. Mhm. He said also unto me Turn thee yet again, and thou shalt see greater abominations that they do. Mm-hmm. Then he mm-hmm. brought me to the door of the gate of the Lord's house, which was towards the north. And behold, there sat women weeping for Tammuz. Yeah, now check this out. Now you got to ask yourself, who is Tammuz, man? Who is this individual they weeping for? Mm-hmm. Why are they crying? And where are they at again? Read, read verse 14 one more time. Then he brought me to the door. Of the gate of the Lord's house, which was towards the north. So where were they at? The Lord's house. The yeah. gate of the Lord's house. Exactly. But there's these women out there weeping for Tammuz. So we got to say, who is Tammuz? So we're just going to give you a short brief. We only got a couple minutes. But the point to be made is, is going right back into the other nations again. We just finished reading in Jeremiah 10. Learn not the way of the heathen. Because the way of the heathen, they worship Tammuz. You see? Yeah. And Tammuz is going all the way back to Nimrod again and Semiramis. The legend goes, just like they say out in the world, and the story goes a little something like this. (laughs) (laughs) Semiramis and Nimrod were married together. Nimrod passed away. He died, right? Mm -hmm. So now, guess what? Semiramis 
gets supernaturally, somehow she gets impregnated. Somehow it's an immaculate conception. So they say. So they say, right? She wasn't pregnant by no man, but it was some kind of supernatural thing came over her, and she got pregnant. Doesn't this sound familiar? This made it into the churches because the heathen came up with this custom. You see? Now, guess what? Tammuz is born. He's the sun god because Nimrod is Tammuz. Exactly. So this how this make it into the church that the father and the son is the same person, right? Mm-hmm. The father came down, died on the cross, and went back up into heaven. He's the same person. No, there's the father as one, and there's the son, the son as the other. They're two separate um, deities, two separate people. But they try to make it into one with that, uh, what do they call that? The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit saying it's all one? Yeah, exactly. These are separate things going on. You see, you got the Father and you got the Son. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But this came into the church through what we're talking about now. Learn not the way of the heathen. Because the heathen, this is how they followed their customs. So Tammuz was the sun god. When you look it up, you can look it up in the Strong's. They call him the Syrian god or the Phoenician god. And Baal was the Phoenician god, which was the sun god. So people got to do their research and see who Tammuz was. Yeah, and this thing go all the way back to ancient Egypt exactly. with Isis. Isis and uh, what's the other name? You know? Horus. Horus. They found the customs of this. It's all the same customs coming around again because, like we said, it's all coming from demons. But, but let's read on real quick. Read verse 15. Then said he unto me, mm-hmm. Has thou seen this, O son of man? Turn thee yet again, and thou shalt see greater abominations than these. Read on. And he brought me into the inner court of the Lord's house. And behold, at the door of the temple of the Lord, between the porch and the altar, were five and twenty men, with their backs towards the temple of the Lord, and their, and their faces towards the east. And they worshipped the sun Now check this out They're they're letting you know It's the worship of the sun Giving you the answer and then check this out The sad part is Is that even on Easter Sunday Because it goes Tammuz has everything to do With the so called resurrection of Christ Because it's really talking about him Talking about him and and Samirimus But when people do their research They'll see that it has nothing to do With Jesus Christ This spirit's been around way before Christ came on the scene and the Most High told us, learn not the way of the heathen. You see, now on Easter Sunday, right, early in the morning, they called the Easter sunrise. This is an honor of what we just read because they had their back towards the temple of the rising of the sun, man. Mm-hmm. You know, worshiping the sun. This has all the customs to do with wickedness in high places. Going right back to Jeremiah 10, learn not the way of the heathen. Okay. Because they dismayed at the signs of heaven. We're not supposed to be fearing the signs of heaven. The sun, the moon. Samirimus. Well, go ahead. You want to make a point? Well, who who is the mother of Tammuz? Samirimus. And who's Samaris known as? The queen of heaven. The queen of heaven. Right now, back to a star. Right back to all these customs. And a star mm-hmm. goes right back to what? Easter. Easter. And Easter, guess what? Check this out that a lot of people don't know. As the legend um, as the legend goes, also with this, Samirimus, <laughs> Samirimus, they say a big egg landed, fell out of the moon, 
All right? The big egg fell out of the moon and landed in the Euphrates River, and it hatched, and it was Samirimus. So the egg represents, this was being done, this tradition of the egg and being painted in all these traditions with the egg has everything to do with Samirimus, the queen of heaven. Back to her son, Tammuz. All this is connected. And the people out there don't understand because they don't research, they don't read. Easter's been here way before the resurrection of Jesus Christ, man. It has nothing to do with Jesus. So has uh, the tree, cutting the tree out the forest. Now the tree. Decorating it. Now the tree is so funny because the tree goes back to Tammuz again. The Eulah. Yeah, it but, back to but it goes back to the legend of how Tammuz was killed and the blood leaning on the um, the stump of an evergreen tree, and the evergreen tree grew overnight, right? Mm-hmm. And then every year at that time, there were gifts underneath the tree, right? Mm-hmm. So it goes right back to the customs well, of well, the... On his birthday, they put gifts under the tree. Yeah, but the the legend, there's many different... Like stories, yeah. they kind of change a little bit. But one of the one of, a couple of the ones that I read up on was that Tammuz himself put gifts there. Wow. Yeah. So it, it reminds you of this. Check this out. It reminds you of December 25th when we used to follow this wicked day. That when the kids wake up, they think Santa Claus put the gifts there. But who really put them there? We did. You know, Darwell ain't no darn Tammuz put no gifts underneath that tree. People put it there to fake like he did. No different than how we faking it for our children. This tradition been here for many, many, many years, man. Many moons ago, as they say. Mm. Christmas is a wicked tradition, a wicked thing. Easter. It goes off, like we said a little while ago about Christmas, and we talked about December 25th, the birth of Mithra. It goes all the way back. All this goes back to Samir, Miss Nimrod, because... That's how they worship. They all copied and named their son God a different name. That's all. That's all they did. Like Bell, Bell is still Nimrod. When you go to Mithra, it still always goes back to this guy. It goes back to this. People don't understand it's making it to the churches, and it's been here for so long. People, you got to do your research. Christ was not born on December 25th. It's in the honor of the sun God being born on December 25th. That's what it's going into. And Samirimus was being more worshipped than the sun, just like the brothers did from darkness to light when they went into the deception, the immaculate deception. Yes. And they was breaking down Mary and all that, how Mary was being served and she was the mediator. You see what I'm saying? She was the mediator more than Jesus Christ himself. Because Samirimus was worshipped the same way. Where do you think they got it from? Yeah, exactly. Samirimus was being worshipped as the queen of heaven back then. And they made it to the churches today. Yeah, because that's why they considered Mary. The Mary is now the new queen of heaven. Exactly. Let's go to another scripture real quick before we end it. Go to go to um Second Kings. We always go to the scripture when I bring this point out. Alright. Let's go to Second Kings and read chapter twenty three, read verse four and five. Okay. So Second Kings chapter twenty three, verse four. Second Kings chapter twenty three. Verse 4. And the king commanded Hakiah, the high priest, and the priests of the second order, and the keepers of the door, to bring forth out of the temple of the Lord all the vessels that were made for Baal, and for the grove, and for all the hosts of heaven. <laughs> and he burnt them without Jerusalem in the field of 
of kindred mm-hmm. and carried the ashes of them unto Bethel. Read on. And he put down the idolatrous priests mm. whom the king of Judah had ordained to burn incense in the high places in the cities of Judah and in the places round about Jerusalem. And he also and, and them also that burnt incense to Baal to the sun and to the moon and to the planets and to all the hosts of heaven. Yeah, so this is the point. We only got a little bit of time, but this is the point, though. He put down the idolatrous priests. This what the whole topic today is talking about idolatry. He went in there and took down and took the idolatrous priests and removed them out of the churches because they're teaching the sun worship. Exactly. It made it into the churches. Baal's going to the sun worship, and the moon going right back to the queen of heaven. The grove. When you look at the term grove, the term grove will bring you right back to Astoreth. Exactly. Or, or the worship of Easter because it's always mm-hmm. been connected. Mm-hmm. The worship of Baal and the worship of Easter. Uh, Esther always been hand in hand And that's mm-hmm. what we have in this empire We got Christmas and Easter Those are the two major yep. holidays in this empire Yep, yep You know And, you know, the point The real, the, the whole root of the point of what we're making is People out there mm-hmm. You have to be obedient to what the scriptures is saying If it's not in the scriptures Do not follow it Or else you're going into idolatry Exactly. And that's what's going on in the world. People are close the Bible. The Bible's growing cobwebs on it. <laughs> and they in church dancing and singing, doing somersaults, talking mm-hmm. about they got the Holy Spirit on them. Yeah, yeah. And not dealing with nothing that's in the scriptures. Exactly. And and it, and the whole point is this. Don't worry about that. The whole point is this is that when you read this, the king removed them. Out of that temple mm-hmm. They were in the Lord's house teaching the sun worship As they are now As they are now So they're supposed to be removed out of the churches That's why people got to understand And understand what this really is We're talking about Christmas is witchcraft man Easter is witchcraft Resurrection day is witchcraft Because the heathen came up with this custom And it came These are spiritual powers from higher places man So they came and adopted that into the teaching of the word. Because Israel adopted that in their customs. And the Most High had to keep what? Keep telling them to stop doing this madness. Stop worshiping the sun. Stop worshiping what the heathen worship. Don't worship me like this. Let me go read that real quick. Deuteronomy 12. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good one there. Yeah, let's, let's go to that. We got about three minutes. Deuteronomy chapter 12. Reverse, uh, reverse 30. Deuteronomy 12 and 30. Take heed to thyself that thou be not snared by following them after that they be destroyed from before thee. And that thou not and that thou inquire not after their gods, saying, How did these nations serve their gods? Even so will I do likewise. Read on. Thou shalt not do so unto the Lord thy God. For every abomination to the Lord which he hated have they done unto their gods. For even their sons and their daughters, they have burnt in the fire to their God. Read on. What thing soever I command you, observe to do it. Thou shalt not add thereto, nor diminish from it. Now check that out. And that's a mouthful right there. That's clear. To the point. Because, people, you got to understand that we're not supposed to inquire on how these other nations serve their gods. That's what we did. We inquired when we adopted that madness into the churches by saying, 
Sunday is the new Sabbath day. That's in honor of the sun god. Christmas is when Christ was born. That's the, in honor of the sun god. Resurrection day, in honor of the sun god, in honor of the queen of heaven. Easter, all the same thing, in honor of the queen of heaven. People, understand, learn not the way of the heathen because God did not command us to do this unto him, to serve him this way. And he said, every abomination which he hates. Mm-hmm. Have they done unto their God? So that means that you can't say I'm doing this for Christ. You can't say that. Because he said he hates it. Mm-hmm. How are you going to do something he hates for him? Come on, man. That's straight up rebellion, stubbornness, idolatry. Witchcraft. Straight up. Witchcraft. You, <laughs> you might as well have the wine in your hand the whole nine. You might as well be sitting around the seance room and doing all that because that's what you're really doing. You serving Satan, man. That's what you serving. But in your mind, you don't want to see it as that. But you need to start reading these scriptures. Okay? And remove yourself from them churches, man. Because they're teaching witchcraft, and you're going to fall right into idolatry, and the blind shall lead the blind to the ditch, and all y'all shall die. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So, <laughs> we're running out of time, but giving all praise to Heavenly Father in Christ for uh, the information that's coming out. Um, we got to repent, everybody. We got to repent. Got to keep the commandments of the Heavenly Father through Christ. Um if you're out there and you're doing these things, the only thing we can tell you is to, uh, to repent. Contact the brothers. Uh, we're not looking for money. <laughs> we're not going to put no burdens on you. We, you know, we we love all those that return to the Heavenly Father in Christ, man. You know, we, we, we'll welcome you with open arms. Exactly. We'll welcome you with open arms to repent because judgment is coming to this world. Judgment is coming. And um, it's hard time to awake out of sleep, man. Hard time to awake out of the powers, the the powers of darkness, because that's what's going on in this world. The powers of darkness are ruling. Mm. Um, you got anything else you want to say? No, all all I want to say is, uh, you know, may the Most High really increase your knowledge and your wisdom and understanding, and and please seek the Lord with all your might, and and, and really understand what He wants from you and repent from your evilness of your ways. And and we pray for ourselves every day for one another, and we pray for you out there that really want to seek him in, in truth and spirit. And with that, I'll say shalom. All right, most high in Christ, bless. Shalom, brothers and sisters.